Kelsey, welcome back. Hey, hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I, uh, I'm pumped for this one because, uh, I don't know, I, I just know what topics I'm excited about because when <laughs> somebody brings them up, I get like, I just, I have so many things I want to get out and say around it. And I'm like, okay, that's how we know this is what we're digging into today. And so the thing, um, do, do you want to kind of give a brief overview as to like what you were kind of thinking? Because I know we were talking about compliance and um, basically um, this big question of like, how much, how much as a coach are you responsible for your client's results and how much are your clients responsible for their own results, right? And and it's a tough thing that I think a lot of coaches go through because we put so much energy into our clients that at some times it can be, one, overwhelming. Uh, you can feel like, you know, like you can feel, yeah, a big sense of overwhelm or failure when things aren't clicking with somebody. And so uh, if you want to lay some more context around that, anything that I missed, feel free and then we'll we'll dive in. Yeah, so um, I think it's very common for coaches in the fitness and nutrition industry to feel like, you know, we, we're putting in all this effort and I'm very passionate about my job and what I do and helping people. And sometimes you feel like you're almost putting in more effort um, than, the, than the client is willing to give back into what you're giving them in order for them to get the results that they tell you they want so badly. So when it comes down to, okay, if a client is not seeing the results that they want, is it you or is it them? Um, and being, when I first started out, I think I would automatically think, oh, oh my gosh, it's, it's a reflection on me. But I've come to realize that it, it's absolutely not because I know, I know that what I have is, is going to help them. And I know that like when I onboard a client, like I know that based off what they tell me, whether or not I can help that person. And that's when we decide to work together. And if we do, it's like, okay, here's what you need to do. And this is what I'm here for, you know, mm -hmm. what I'm going to help you with and coach you on. But if they, if they're not willing, it's, it's your job becomes a lot more difficult because you can't just, you can, I try to be like the firelighter under their ass, but you can't follow them around all day long and say, Hey, what are you doing? You're slacking, you know? So yeah, it's almost it's really a reflection upon like what's going on in their life and, or, you know, just their level of commitment. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. I think, I think it starts with, uh, the, the why aspect of things like being able to dig into that early on, which is like, yeah. you know, why is this so important to you? Um, why are we putting so much energy into this and peeling back some of the layers around that stuff? And that's always going to be kind of a developing conversation. Sometimes it's not, uh, it doesn't just happen in the initial consult, yeah. right? It's like over time throughout that relationship, you might uncover things, um, or they might learn about themselves that you can actually use to your advantage, uh, when it comes to coaching them. And then the other thing that, that kind of immediately came up for me was, um, thinking about like when thinking about compliance in general, I, I feel like it's very easy to, especially in the beginning when you're super excited about, uh, starting a new program, right. Or working with a new coach, like it's just there's a lot of newness to it, and you're kind of uh, you're like you're very, false wall. Yeah. yeah, you're very motivated, <laughs> right? And and so it can be easy to um, be like, yeah, I can do these 
10 different things and get in this many workouts. And basically you set yourself up to handling so much that uh, when that fades off, that motivation starts to kind of wear down a little bit. Um, it doesn't feel that great when you can't keep up with all the things that you technically know you should be. And so then I like to think that at, you know, for some people you can have like a that that fuck it moment, right? Where it's just like, yep, screw this. Like I'm I'm just not going to do any of it. Um, yeah, versus, I'm just going to throw a towel and. Yeah, it's like, like it's like that all or nothing type of yes. mentality. So <laughs> I always, yeah, and I and I think that the thing that could help uh, is one always coming back to the expectations up front is being like, look, you know, we're going to start with something very small and very sustainable and something we mutually kind of agree upon, like something you feel good about doing something, you know, that you, you as the coach kind of come up with and what's the sign that like we've mastered it, you know, like how long are we going to do this before we're ready to kind of move on to the next thing or push the needle? Yeah, it's, it's, that's difficult also because I, I find that every individual is different, number one. So like what one client might be ready for in a you know, a day or two, depending on, you know, what, how advanced they are with, um, like nutrition and fitness to begin with. But some, some it's like, okay, this is going to take a couple of weeks for you to get comfortable with and learn, you know, the foundational aspects of the program first, and then we can move on from there. So it's like, that's where kind of tailor, you have to just really like be a little bit like intuitive with this approach because, Clients might be they th sometimes they think they're ready to take on more than they actually can handle, and then that's when that burnout comes. Like mm -hmm. I was like sometimes um, when people are like really excited to get started and they are like you know balls to the wall the first week, um, second week they're just getting the hang of things, and then third week they're like oh my god I'm burnt out. And I'm like it's been you, you haven't even like stuck with a habit long enough to make it a habit. Yeah. You know? So it's like you can't quit now, and not that that usually happens, but like. This is something that I've actually done in the past, you know, like I've experienced that like three week burnout because I gave so much effort into something and it consumed me completely. And then when you get to that point, it's like, well, ugh, I just don't feel like it, you know, or yeah. something, something comes up and gets in the way. And then it's like, okay, well, and then, cause you don't, you don't have it like it's not nailed in yet, you know, it's still fresh and new. So it's very easy to like, like, just let it, let it slide. Right. Yeah. No, I think, um, that, that, and the other thing that just came up for me is like, um, what you said around that question of like, you are putting in more effort than they're putting in and you feel like you're kind of chasing them around. Um, yeah. that, I, that makes me think, cause I can totally resonate with that. I've, I've been in that position before where I'm like, <laughs> Man, why, why do I care so much? And it might not just even be about like a specific person or situation. It's like when you add up as a fitness professional, what you are dealing with, like the amount of people you might be working with. And if you've got a couple different people that are maybe in this boat that we're talking about, um, it, it can be tough because there's like, it's, I think it's a learned skill to be able to like separate that from you as a person over time, you know, I know for me personally, like I, I took a lot of it to heart or felt like my self worth was like, yes. <laughs> in in this right in each client that I took on, and it just felt 
it, it didn't feel good. You know, it felt uncomfortable because I was always on edge, like putting in all this energy. And if something wasn't going perfectly, I would feel, I would feel a little stressed out, you know? Yeah. You're like, what did I do wrong? Yeah. And, and, and I, I wonder, um, I mean, it seems like you're, you do this already to an extent, which is like kind of screening the person before they, they make yeah. it onto your roster around like, Hey, do you actually want this or not? And are you willing to put in the work or not? And starting to come back, coming back to the expectations aspect of things in the beginning is like starting to create that vibe of like, I'm not, I'm not like your personal assistant, right? I'm your coach. Right. I'm, I'm your guide in all I'm of this. I'm not your boss. Yeah. yeah. I'm not exactly. I'm not your <laughs> boss. Like we we're going to kind of be working together and collaborating on this or whatever language that is helpful for you to use. Um, but setting up that vibe of like um, you, you yourself are responsible for both the results and or the lack of results that kind of come with this, right? So uh, I've noticed that if, if that vibe can be created, it just sets the relationship up for a higher chance of success down the line. Um, and if it's not, then it can turn into an absolute nightmare because you know, things could be going great, but what happens when things aren't going great? And if you find people who um, are like not going to assume responsibility for like not putting in the work and they're kind of blaming the program or blaming you, like that can turn into something that's super uncomfortable and could potentially have been avoided um, if kind of some of the right conversations happen at the right time. So I've found that to become, be more and more essential with everybody is like, um, yeah, starting to just in subtle ways create that vibe of like, even when great things happen, like when you're excited for the person, it's like, hey, you're doing the work. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm guiding you. Like, this is not just because of me. It's like letting go of my ego with some of it and being like, look, this is right, this yeah. is you. You're doing it. And so knowing that kind of all the good stuff that comes of it is them kind of putting in the work. And when they're not putting in the work, um, you know, they can kind of admit to that or they feel safe enough to be like, yeah, you know, I, I have been slacking and, and it's not you or the program or anything like that. So um, I think I think some of it is kind of like reframing in as a coach in each of our own yeah. heads around like how we view our role in this person's process. Yeah, so I definitely like to look at myself as more of a, like I'm definitely a, a mentor um, and I'm going to be like, I, I like to think of myself as more of a teacher and also a friend, but, and I don't, I, I definitely don't like to feel like, I can't feel like I have to like, I don't want somebody to, to think that I'm going to take control of them. Mm -hmm. Because realistically, the whole process, the, the purpose of them going through the program is so they can gain control over whatever it is that is not, that they're not controlling. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, I actually made a post about this the other day when clients are like, you know, tell me exactly what to do. I know that I will give you every tool and every resource and, and I will teach you everything that I know and I have learned and everything that I've worked that's worked for me and my clients, but I cannot just tell you what to do at all times and, and make your decisions for you. I can't actually do that because I am not I'm not following you around all day. You know, what what happens when you have one of those moments where you need like you have, and 
teaching people to like develop those anchor thoughts. Like, okay, what if I'm going to make a bad decision or if I'm going to fall off track, whatever, like what is going to bring me back? What is going to make me not do that? It, it can't be me like, oh yeah, like don't do it. <laughs> that's not how this works. Right? That's what some people kind of think. They're like, oh yeah, I need you. And um, I, you know, I, I'm doing this because you're going to make me. Nope. Absolutely not. <laughs> I just thought of like a like an app on your phone that's like Kelsey popping up. It's like a timer that goes off when you're not on track. Don't eat that. Actually, don't don't do anything I wouldn't do. You know, like yeah. <laughs> so it's it, yeah. It it really like it. What it comes down to is like I I really want to help people like kind of come to a realization that they, the goal is for them to be as independent as possible and make these good decisions on their own, not have, have to like, even though part of the process is like holding them accountable, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But not to feel like um, until the point where like, if you weren't held accountable, that you wouldn't be doing these things. And like, everybody needs that. Like everyone, I think no matter what you're doing, like we all need accountability, but like, being able to kind of be a little bit more in in control is is the best feeling, but it takes so much time to develop that. Like, no matter who you are, yeah. And I think this comes back to uh, like sustainability, right? It's yeah. like maybe you know, depending on who you're working with and how long. It's like let's say um, you know you're working with somebody for six months or a year, and at some point they move on. It's like, what have they kind of kept from what they were doing with right. you, right? It's like, as soon as you're gone or out of the picture, um, do they kind of fall back into everything that they were doing before? Or has there still some kind of, um, yeah, some lasting change, basically? Like concrete, yeah. <clears throat> like, that's that's something that, like, that's what I want for them. I want them to be able to make that concrete change. But sometimes, like, they'll notice, or I don't know if you've experienced this, but, like, afterwards they're like oh like I was doing okay for a little while and then like I've had clients that have kind of you know um became like distant and then they come back and it's like they they know that they need the accountability and that's okay 100 percent, yeah I think um a lot of this it's it's so crazy how a lot of this is not when it comes to coaching is not the information that we sometimes have like the scientific aspect of things, right? Right. It's, a lot of it is like the the uh, the lifestyle type of coaching outside of that, that where you're asking questions and you're learning more about them and getting them to kind of because um, because there is there is something to be said about when you talk to somebody like let's say you're talking to your clients and you ask them a question um, that feels or that allows them to kind of express themselves and their ideas around something that they want, right? Or something that wasn't going well, or maybe it was like a tough obstacle they're dealing with, whatever. When that's verbalized, this is something I thought about recently is like, most people don't get the chance to even do that in, in, right. in day-to-day life, right? So they're- and Whoever asks them about them, like in, in, in actually- has an intent to hear and help and guide, you know? Yes. And so that's why I think is like when you give somebody the space to do that, sometimes when you verbalize things out loud and you have that type of connection with somebody, uh, it that in and of itself is helpful. Just that exploring aspect of like, hmm, okay, that breakdown happened. Like what, what, what do you think it was? Like what 
kind of switching the focus onto them, like what made you fall off the boat? Where can you recall exactly, you know, what went wrong? And and just exploring different avenues of whatever, you know, that topic might be um, and getting to kind of get inside their head a little bit. And sometimes when you do that and in combination with all the other things we kind of talked about, which is like, hey, starting with something that feels small and doable almost 100% of the time, uh, it can almost like propel somebody to go above and beyond, right? Right, and then they're like, wow, like I am like exceeding the expectations here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like it's a – it's it turns out to be a bit of a mental game because really what you're trying to do is just stack up consistency and wins in your own head to the point where you feel like, oh yeah, I can do this. That that's no problem. Like I can drink this much water. I can hit this on a daily basis. And then the next thing, you know, whatever the next step might be, like, oh, I need to get in X amount of protein. It's like, yeah, no problem. Like this number feels doable and not like just like I'm constantly stretching myself and uh, like, yeah, it's important to stretch yourself, but not overextending myself to a point where I'm going to crash and burn at some point. Right. Um, yeah. Like that, that takes it back to like overcomplicating the process. Like you cannot, it's only going to get you so far until you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm all set. Because it, t- it hardly ever does one person just like, start something that they're like, you know, trying to, they're making a conscious effort to like make it a part of their lifestyle and make it a habit and then just stick with it for like, and be like totally good and have no bumps in the road. That doesn't, that usually doesn't happen. So it's like, you need to make sure that you're able to like, you know, gain some consistency with that and first, and that before you decide to like, just commit to something that is unrealistic, you know? But um, I was gonna I was gonna mention how um, as far as like the results go for clients, like it it's definitely helpful to have a coach who wants your results just as bad or even more than the client does sometimes because it's not just I think and that's what people really um, they respond well to is having somebody there that wants their results too and that matters you know someone that they connect with that they know that they want the best for them and and, and you want it just as bad as, as they do. So it's like very, it creates like a supportive environment and then it makes, I think it definitely pushes them to want to try a little harder sometimes. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's the perfect, um, I don't know. It's a perfect environment of like support and challenge, right? It's not yeah. just one or the other. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I think what's cool if, if, if you're listening and you're a coach I, I, I hope you found something, I don't know, (laughs) thought provoking or useful out of this because we touched on a lot of like, um, you know, different things that we go through in our own heads, right? But I think if you're somebody who is not a coach, and you maybe have one, or you're looking to get coaching, like the one thing I would urge you to maybe ask yourself is like, what are your expectations of and I ask this to some of my clients, like in forms, like, what are your expectations of me as a coach? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's a great question, because what it can do is really get give somebody the space to get clear on like, why you're there in the first place, like, and you can catch some of what we talked about, which is like, Oh, give me a meal plan, give me this, tell me exactly what to do. And and we can start to address some of that before it turns into something that right is is is, um, 
yeah, it is not going to be productive, right? Uh, or getting a little more aligned with what those expectations are of, of you for them and them for you. Um, so I, w- I think that's a good good thing to think about if you're somebody who has a coach or is pursuing like getting a coach is ask yourself what you want out of that relationship in a way. Right, and like what role do you expect them to fulfill? You know, because yeah. sometimes like clients, I think, well, they, they assume that you're just going to be like their core motivation. And, and as of course, we're going to find what motivates them and extract that. That's, that's our job. But for them to understand that, you know, there's, it's not always about motivation, but I'm going to help you, you know, I'm going to help you like bring that to the surface and, and keep it present in the, in the front of your mind so that we, when those times come and you're, you're feeling burnt out or you just don't have the motivation, you, you know what to do. Yes, exactly. And, and I think, um, if you're a coach and you're listening to this, maybe the question you can ask yourself or start to think about is like, uh, what, what are your, like, if you could draw some boundaries or draw some lines around what you offer, right, as as kind of a professional, uh, and start to look at it that way, which, which is like, what are the things that I'm willing to do and how far I'm kind of willing to go um, in the form of like, maybe it's time, maybe it's specific deliverables, like you can get as detailed with this as you want. But I think it could be nice just to do that exercise for yourself. Because one, it allows you to get some clarity, like, hey, realistically, what what can I put into uh, each client that I kind of take on? And and if you understand that, it's easier to be honest about something that's way outside of your comfort zone and way outside of what you're realistically going to be able to offer. Um, it just allows, I think, mentally for you as a coach to come to terms with it a little bit better and then also to communicate it with that client or potential clients that you have coming on board at some point. Um, and, and so if you want me to paint a picture around what I'm thinking is like, let's say you've got 10 clients. With 10 clients, you could probably get away with, you know, something like, um, hey, like you could – like we were talking earlier, you can text me at any time you want. You can like, I'm available. <laughs> I'm for the you. jack of all trades. I have all <laughs> yeah. the answers. Right. Like that, that, that can work at 10. Right. And, but it's not going to work at, at a certain number. And that might be different for everybody to how far you can go or and how long you can hold on to that. But at some point, what you have to offer to, um, um, let's, let's say you've got four, 30, 40 clients, right? What you can offer to each person with it being fair and with it being effective um, is requires you to ask yourself that question. Is like, what, what am I realistically able to offer at this stage? And that might evolve and change, but I think that's an extremely valuable question that if you're a coach and, and you're looking to kind of grow your client load and do it without going crazy, uh, ask yourself that question and, and have an idea of where you stand there. And then if you're somebody who was on the other end, um, go through some of the things we also talked about. Uh, anything else on that note, Kelsey? Um, I think we covered it. We, I think we kind of, yeah, we definitely, I think it's pretty much just, <laughs> how, how much are we, how much of our, like, for me, I just, I feel like I, 
I'll give up my, um, like I won't always stick to, like this is where I don't keep my word sometimes. I'm like, okay, this is, <laughs> this is where I draw the line. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> and this is where I just go, go right over it and just don't even act like one was never even there. So, um, and, and I think yeah. there's a place for that too, right? Cause there's going to be times and I can think of situations for me too, where it's like, yeah, I've had to, I've had to go over my own line, but it's, it's more so as a general rule of thumb right. so that, I mean, let's just say like you, let's say you have a hundred clients, you know what I mean? Or 150 or plus like starting to always think about like you having, I don't know, 20, 30 more clients than you actually do is and a great exercise. Like yeah. <laughs> and acting like you do is, is wildly helpful because then you, you start yeah, like you're preparing yourself not only for that, but you see how you would have to operate to to handle a client load like that if if that's what you're looking for. Um, so yeah, it's like there's always going to be times where you kind of have to cross the line or you make exceptions mm-hmm. and things like that. But you know, ultimately, for a majority of the people, what are some of those things that you're setting um, that you can stick to? You know, for the most part. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, well, I think this is a fun topic. I always love talking about coaching and I know, me too, yeah. the sustainability and coaching and all that stuff. Um, if you have any questions or if this sparked anything else for you, reach out and let us know. We would love to hear from you. You could DM uh, Kelsey or myself. And uh, yeah, we'll see I you guys soon. Yeah, totally. So, um, Yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys and uh, until next time.